You're such fucking dopes. You are not serious figures. I love you, but you are not serious people. Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of Tenthia Seniors Network. Andrew, we are back to talk about um, what I think is America's favorite topic uh, for all TV shows, and it's rich white people. I've yep. said this on this podcast many times, but rich white people is a staple. We will watch it no matter what's happening. It just it just goes. And Succession, if you clicked on this, you know we're talking about Succession. It is a show that is rich white people who you do not like but cannot stop watching. It's it, it's not even a it's not even a train wreck. I think we want to see how they live. We want to see the opulence. We want to see them how they win. Then we mm -hmm. also want them to lose because we realize we live in the fantasy of their opulence. We live in the fantasy of their endeavors and their wealth. Yeah. But then we we're still here in the world with you know shitty companies and shitty government and shitty whatever. Yeah. We're like. Oh, y'all fucked up too, and y'all fucked up worse than us. My daddy never beat me and put me in a cage, so take that, Roman. You know what I mean? So it kind of <laughs> makes you feel good. You have this weird, this weird value system of like, oh, I'm better than them in this way. They only, they only got money. When really, I would happily exchange the two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go, they only got money. Then there will be one scene where they really show the money. Is like, fuck that wins. <laughs> the entire I think it was season season two when they were on the yacht. I was like, I don't even care what happened on this yacht. It's a good time. <laughs> it was the first time Greg was drinking rosé. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, uh, like when you have when you start to develop a rosé palette and being like, mm, this one's a little dry. This yeah. one's, mm, mm, I don't I don't know, but this one's a little too tangy. You know what I knew? They had money, money. Think about this. I've never seen money in this show. I've never yeah. seen a credit card. I've never seen. I've never seen no source of currency. They have never it's paid just, for, like, actually paid for nothing, anything. I don't think. It just you being there is like someone will sort it out. Someone will, and I watched it happen right here. I saw it with a very prominent, rich behemoth entrepreneur. Like he'll be on like a oh, road march. Who Andrew's talking about? It's crazy. <laughs> he'll be like on a road march. He'll be like, "Yeah, but go grab a couple of bears." There's no money exchange. He said, "Go grab a couple of bears." That person also doesn't have his credit card. They're just like, all right, well, I'll get it. And soon and at some point, he's gonna he's gonna give me something, I guess. He trusts me enough to buy him this for him. This is a blessing. Like I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And maybe the closest we came was uh Tom's pause. bachelor party. Pause. Mm -hmm. Tom's bachelor party. And then in this most recent episode when they go to a regular person bar because Connor was insistent that they go to a regular person bar. <laughs> Which I, did you see his description? I, I don't want to yes. get into that episode. Where he's like, you know, with dirt on their hands and blood on their heads. It's like, what? Do you that's think they're mining? People do. <laughs> that's, a, that's what I'm going to start saying uh, to my friends when he suggests like, hey, let's go out for drinks. Like, if people don't have dirt on their hands inside there, they're not people who just like kill animals for the day. Like, who are we drinking with? Like, we really need to investigate that. Like, come on, these people don't have no stories. All they know how to do is like fucking swipe. But, but by the way, I do have a, I, I have a ending for the way I think the show should end, or what should, or what should come after. But we'll do that when we're ending the pod. Okay, so like 
listen, you clicked on this. That means this is season four of Succession. So I think if you clicked on this, you've seen Succession. You've seen seasons one to three. It's loosely based on Rupert Murdoch, uh, his kids, Fox News, uh, mm. them buying and selling uh, various companies, doing various mergers. But this show is fucking hilarious. It was like... Um, yeah. It's like the comedy in the show. And I think like these first two episodes of season four, are like they're going for it. Like they know what mm-hmm. they have to do and they it's almost like they also know that every see every episode has to be funny but then hits you with a dramatic moment which happened in this in episode two each time so what did you think of like episode one the kids are in la they're going with the hundred i was like i immediately wanted i asked now if he watched succession because my next question to him if he said yes was should we just rebrand 10ys to the hundred <laughs> just go for it <laughs> I mean, it's it's one more zero. It's one the, more zero. The font's already there, you know? <laughs> like, what are we doing? No, um, what I liked about... I'm about to make an LA reference that I make all the time. What I loved about episode one was it reminded me of that LA team with Van Exel and a bunch of like other star players that never won a ring. It's kind of like, okay, they're gathered together. These are the big hitters, but these are the big hitters without a killer. So I'm like, yeah, y'all got a good squad, but I don't know if this is enough. You know what I mean? So I enjoyed seeing the brothers and sisters together. I enjoy watching. I need to look at the dynamics too. I'm looking at Siobhan and Kendall, and they're not at all. They have a very weird off-balance relationship. But then Roman and Siobhan, I think Siobhan has a soft spot for Roman. And I, yeah, for and sure. I, He's the baby. Right. And I'm watching yeah. her like whatever. But I'm also watching Roman in that, I think that Roman is so like, he wants people to take him seriously. I think that's why the 100 was so important to him. But the, 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 what I loved was you see Logan hurting in only the way Logan Roy could hurt, which mm-hmm. is to be a dick, to be a little bit more angry, to be a, a little bit more passive aggressive. The scene with him inside the office, he was like, all right, tell me a joke. You know what I mean? Because I think he misses that Roman repertoire yeah. i think he misses kendall being a what the fuck you doing he misses connor being whatever the fuck connor is yeah you know, like I, he couldn't he was such a dick of a father great businessman that they didn't want to be uh around him in the end they in la doing fuck all uh yeah. ruining his deal for paris but he still misses them because he realizes oh yeah all these people just really hanging on they all just sycophants except like his bodyguard who doesn't talk to him and he's like you're my buddy you're my pal <laughs> That was a great scene, actually. That was a, it was a great scene because it's, and man, it's so funny when, like, as you age and you, uh, as you progress through life, and then you see a show where they're like, okay, we're going to have this old character contemplate death, but they want the entire audience of various age ranges watching this, being like, this is how you should, maybe this is how you should be looking at your life right now. Yeah. Because this no. is someone who's accomplished everything in this obviously fictional universe. But then they still have that overriding question to be like, what the fuck I even do all this for? What what happened after this? You, you know what I loved about that scene, though? You know what that felt like? That felt like you wanted to chop a chick down from like from high school and now mm-hmm. you have her hair and you're trying to just get through dinner to grind her. And she's yeah. like, so like, how are you? Like, what's going on in your head right now? It's like, how are you? Like, yeah. no, we're, we're way past that. Yeah, like, that yeah. time is done. I put in, I put in my time. You pay me on time. I'm making amazing money as a driver and a henchman. We can't. This is not. This ain't gonna happen. 
This ain't gonna happen. Get it off your mind. But then the thing is, because Logan so missed someone he could speak to directly, even when he's having that conversation with him, uh, as soon as he went to bring up his father and what his father believes, Logan's like, yeah, but that's bullshit. Let's get back to me. Let's get back to what I think. Right. So I can be the one. Because right. like, that's how selfish, how the show is framing. That's how selfish someone with that much amount of money would be. Like, mm-hmm. why they want to, while they would want to have a discussion, mm-hmm. they ain't really want to hear what you have to say. And they wouldn't make it about them. What I thought was interesting, though, and maybe this is a nothing burger, and I'm happy for it, for it to be. What I thought was interesting was his restaurant selection. They weren't at any place high end. The place oh, had like diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they were at like at, at like at a diner, and that was kind of like, oh, I've never seen this dude in this element. And I, I, I'm wondering if that was a choice by the producers to be like, this is now him on the ground level talking on the ground level about you know this is everything. Every conversation yeah. that we've seen has been about business and money and X, Y, Z, but he's having like a grounded conversation. Yeah, yeah. Now he and wants to do philosophy, you know? In a fucking deli. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if that speaks more to what he thinks of us or, or what he needed. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. But I no, no. I, I think it's it's definitely like an active choice that they made for yeah. it. And it could be 100% like the reason that you said. I think how I interpreted it which is much more shallow than how you interpreted it, <laughs> was that he don't want anyone who he knows to see him and bother him during that time. So he knows no one in my world is going to go there and be like, okay, where we could get a good burger. Like, you that's what? what he's doing. Both things could be true. Both things could be true. Because, like, when you write it and you set in the scene, I'm sure they thought about it the way you were thinking about it, to be <laughs> like, this is what he thinks of people. Because he, he made a comment about, like, the general populace and how they get through life, how they get through their days, what do they believe in, that kind of thing. Because it, I think it's it's also like, okay, if I don't have my kids, then what? Then I'm just old and rich. And my friends, like these people aren't my friends, they work for me. Mm. Like, so I don't really have friends. I just work, work, work. But um, I think, so them being in LA, I was like, okay, where are they going to take the show? Uh, are they going to be in LA the entire time? Are we going to get like some Kardashian references? And they was immediately like, nah, let's, let's get back to the East get Coast. Get the fuck out of LA, yeah. yeah. That was, that was <laughs> like we, we saw the hills. We saw like the big open door, the modern minimalist house. Enough of that bullshit. Let's get back. Yeah, yeah I didn't, and, I didn't like to meet in LA. I mean, okay. So now let's go immediately go to the, the crown and pot of episode one, Shiv and Tom. You know what? We have so much to say. <laughs> You know yes. what? You know mm. what? Go, go. It's just time to shoot. We didn't podcast in a while. It's time. You can't when, be when you, now. You can't when, be head, No, go. When, what? when you switch your energy. Because, mm. <laughs> see, energy mm. can't be lost. It'll only be transferred. Right? Mm. So, so for three seasons, we watched mm. you run over me. And you got this whatever. Up until the last episode of season three, where we saw him go to homeboy, young cousin, tall cousin. Uh, uh, the disgusting brother, Greg. Greg, Greg, he goes, Greg, he's like, we about to, we, we about to really go evil. We about to go scorch earth. We about to fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. But I think the audience took that as like, okay, they about to like fuck some shit up. But really, first of all, Tom did some d- nasty work. Called up, by nasty. the way, by the way, listen, I was out with uh, a gorgeous hoe, just letting you know, so in case anyone calls you, I'm trying to be respectful. But see, here's the thing. That's that is the, such nasty work. That, and, re, and the reason why it's nasty work is because Tom has that like, hey, hey, Siobhan, what's going on? He's saying it like a nice guy. But just saying yeah. fucked up shit as a nice guy. 
So it don't trust her. And she knows that she is, but that's the thing. Her, her, I needed to see her rattled. I needed yeah, to see yeah, her yeah. fucked up. Because she was rattled at the end of season three because she realized, wow, Tom made a power play without me to mm-hmm. go become closer to my dad and fuck us on the steel. This whole mm-hmm. time she telling Tom she don't like, like, what is love? You know, I'm in a version of love with you. She's saying the shit on the beach. She fucked dudes multiple times throughout the season. Yep. Tom was just like, okay, we in an open relationship. I could deal with this. Um all right, let's let's see what we're doing. So he was taking L after L after L. And he's like, oh, you know what? You know fucking what? It's what time. This? Yeah. It's time. <laughs> hey, you ever Andrew, you've 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 been out with uh sometimes a friend who has been like more debaucherous. You know that luck they have you and they give you an eye and they tell you it's like we about to go in right now. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, you have to choose to go on a journey with them. <laughs> and like him and Greg, they chose to go on that journey together. <laughs> we get so one, and it's like nicknamed the Disgusting Brothers, and the nickname got around. And it's really great, though. It's great. It's, really, it's great. It's simple. It's it's right there. There's mm. no fat on it. It's just perfection. I really need them to bring that back up later oh, in the yeah. season. They have to reference the Disgusting Brothers. It's just a must. And, um, but, but I, I think, it, like, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 my main takeaway from it, right? Like, when, when I saw Shiv rattle, I was like, beast? That was my mm-hmm. first reaction. Because every time, like, Greg was just, like, the punching bag, right? And he had to take it. But then he was still... He was still not assertive in it because even that call, right? He was like, yo, I just telling you that we could be out to dinner. I agree with you. It is an asshole move. He still wanted to show his his power. But like sometimes you could just tell her, like, yo, fuck you though. Yeah. Like, fuck you, we like we out here. Like, I mean, it is what it is. You could be mad or you ain't. See, see, a player like me, I would have let her find out through another source. Oh, fuck yeah. And you have TMZ you better, money. You better you do mean, your searches. Right. I, I would have, I, you have TMZ money. I'm like, yo, we're talking about, just, just take a quick picture. Nothing, whatever. Let, let her find out. And then hey, let her call t- five times. candle in it too. <laughs> let them know. You understand what I said? But that's yeah. me. Second, second point of power for Tom, where I think he knew he really had her. So she came, number one, shout out to the dog. The dog did God's work. You barking at her. Who's this bitch? I don't know you, miss. You ain't been yo, over a little while. Yo. I was like, yo, shout out to the dog. Tom could never put that dog in a cage again. The dog never. should have free roam in the house from the now on, house. moving forward. By the way, was I the only one who thought he had a hoe in the room? I I was suspicious. I was like, because she didn't tell him it should have been a hoe in the room. I was like, yo, Tom, you got a hoe in there? I was like, oh, nigga. Excellent. Good. Because when she was walking in the room, I was like, yeah, let her, let her see her. Let us see the hoe. God bless Tom. You're doing God's work. But when no one is but you know, that, you but... know what uh disgusting brother did though? What? He knocked it, he knocked the gal down before. So yeah. he could be like, oh, look at me, just holeless and at home. <laughs> and then he already sent her on the way. And then what he did was like he let himself be available for when she came. That's, That's exactly right. what he did. That's I'm not he... speaking from any personal experience no, whatsoever. No, 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 no. Who would no one be? would do that. Who would we be? Yeah. Uh, I had a friend of mine, not me. I had a friend of mine tell me once, you, you get to juice these guys in the daytime. You get to juice them with the sun up. So with the sun down, you spend all the time you got to with the, with the woman you love. <laughs> That's all. So no, yeah. I, 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 you know how I know that happened for him? It was a look on his face. Like, he looked so like, 
You know that post nut clarity look where you just like, yeah, yeah. You know, oh Shiv, what's going on, baby girl? You eat? You good? He you was know he had a gummy. No, he had a gummy, and he oh, probably yeah. looked at it, was like, oh, it's a little baggy, eh? <laughs> she joke, she joke she have you been working out? This, this is not what I'm used to. I used to like a thicker, you know. I just a thicker snicker, baby girl. You good? You know what I mean? But like, you healthy? The fuck? <laughs> you eat? Right. You want to eat out there? You doing that LA shit? Like they don't really eat out there. Like you want no carbs, no protein. Probably just drinking smoothies. Like nah. <laughs> you bugging, baby girl. Anyway, listen. Do you whatever whatever makes you happy, but. By the way, you got some more clothes in the back. Like I was gonna—I think you got that over there. I was gonna instruct her through the process. And by the way, he had that second round beat energy. You know that when you have like a, mm. a like a solid first round and the person go, yeah. and like it's like only eight p.m. So you're like, you know what? I could really do like another round. You right know there. what? Yes, he had the you know what? He, he had the second round energy. Like so he's like, yo, if you want, we could we could run it. And boy, if I run it now, nah. could I done? I done drop a load off. Tom, ask her the fuck. I see my eyes just breaking down. He was like, one more for the road, right? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? What's the, what's the over-under for him, for, for him hitting before the season is done? Oh, 100%. Tom is going to fuck her. At, at the end of season two, she is looking at her phone that has his name on it, like contemplating, like, oh, do I call him? It says Tom Wagsgan on the thing. So yeah. She's like, oh, fuck, do I? Because, like, all the things Tom has been through, if you watch this, like, the scene after the yacht when they're on the beach, the scene when they were in Italy, finding out, mm-hmm. the scene right after they got married when she asked him to be in an open relationship. Like, mm-hmm. all this stuff just led to Tom coming to this ultimate moment of, all right, like, he's still, quote, unquote, nice, but he's not going to fight for her. He let the yeah, disgusting yeah, brother yeah. thing leak out. He let that happen. He could have been just quietly swiping. He could have been paying for escorts, but no, he nah, wanted to be like, know. "Now nah, be out at bars, knocking down models, you know." And then I like how I like Tom's description of it when he was like, "We go out for a few drinks, <laughs> <laughs> a few drinks, the lies, a few drinks." No man <laughs> in the history of niggas has ever had a few drinks. You go out with a few drinks, and then and then what do you do, Tom? What is the second part of that sentence? Even even the way he was getting in the jeep was kind of like when, when, when she was like, "So blah blah blah." He was like, uh, "All right, bye, Shiv." That was a rush to go hit it quick. They don't show that in between part when he's in between parts. Like they don't show that. Yeah, and like, then it, like him wanting to talk to Shiv because let's be honest, let's let's be this real talk here. We've seen Shiv's ass. Tom Bro. ain't really trying to let that go right away. Bro. He kind of like hold it on to be like, I right, yeah. like, I still good. I, I still pick up. Like it's not like I'm not gonna respond. And then he started telling. He was like, Oh yeah, I meet with the Pierce gal. She's like, Oh y'all, y'all, y'all trying to buy Pierce? Tom, what are you doing? You pillow talking. You saying too yeah. much. Yeah, you call. You actually cause all of this. Yeah, you, you cause all, you cause all of this. But now you gotta be like, Nah, nah, chill, 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 chill. Question: Do we think he drops Shavard's name? To get pussy, do we think we do, like? Do we think he weaponizes her, and not in a heavy way, just on some like, uh, you know what? Siobhan was saying the same thing the other day. Um, we, I was talking to the divorce lawyer, and she was talking about apples. It's weird that you would talk about apple juice. Anyway, yeah, no, apple juice is good. You think he's like just dropping her name slightly when they like Siobhan, the daughter of blah blah blah. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, yeah, me and I were, were you know, some light, nothing crazy. What we're, we're talking about. A thousand percent he does it. And let me tell you why. Everyone knows 
the best way to get attractive women is to already be with an attractive woman. Because <laughs> then it's a signal to be like, oh, what is he capable of? If yes, he can, sir. you know, if he can have this, this woman here, what, what, what is it about him? Like, it is, it is a cliche. It is a meme for a reason. And that is why, of course, Tom is doing that. Tom was like, work. I mean, yeah, man, like, you know. CEO at ATN, of course. You know, I used to, I used to fuck with Shiv, no Siobhan Roy, the billionaire <laughs> daughter. So you know, I really only date girls with a B. Oh, you, I, I, I knew you guys were like, hold on a second, this is low row. Go Logan. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. You told Glenn to call. L him. was good. <laughs> L row, talk to me, baby. Yeah, but it's not yeah, L row yeah. at all. It's Glenn. Yeah, yeah. we still buying that. How, how much? Only three billion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna come in. We can talk about that. We can talk about that. And then he turns it like, anyway. So what you saying? Where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to go later? Where are you trying to go? Where, where you gonna be around six? All right, because I was thinking, fuck, I was gonna go to LA. Uh, you know, just okay. for like lunch. The po- for the podcast audience, y'all can't see the Kyrie, but the Kyrie's doing the nigger hand scratch. With- and the nigga had scratched the song on me. Like, so anyway, um, what you thinking? Like, you feeling like Chinese? You feel like Italian? You want to fly out? Like, like what you feeling? Like, you want to hit? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Tell, tell me what you feeling. That nigga had scratched like that. When they like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't, but he already has in his head the exact plan of what he's about to do. Oh, yeah. Step it away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was going like, to end with him fucking in his marital bed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then Tom, like they have like the breakdown of their marriage, impactful scene. Like I think like we're two for two, where Succession is like, all right, every episode you're gonna get one, knock it out the park scene. And for season for episode one, it was that one, right? The yeah breakdown of their marriage, them holding hands, realizing that fuck, we failed at this. Oh well, okay, now we got to go back into the like business arena. So then mm-hmm. there's that aspect, and then now we could get into like episode two, because that that one is a little fresher in the brain. Uh, Logan Roy just out of ten every single time decides to show up at ATN. That's and then just walk around. Anyone who's worked in a corporate environment, y'all know the fail of like your boss just being behind you looking at your screen. And he's like, it's not like he has headphones, and he's like, look at him. Been typing the same email. That part was <laughs> hilarious to me. He was like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't just fresh yourself up." <laughs> I was like, "You dick! I'm doing my best, sir." I just wanted him to say like uh, millennials or Gen Zers. Like, like, something. Like, look, something. That's what Logan Roy would drop. This generation. The fuck. The, I think the speech for me was the best part of him being at ATN because at first, of course, Tom does. First, first of all, they're standing on paper. Like, it's not a box of paper. And he even, he even sets it up. He prefaces it with like, yeah, let me do a speech. You know, matter to people. Bullshit. Then he goes and does this like Hitler, Mussolini-esque speech. At least I thought Jordan not sliding. Logan Roy should be a coach, though. He should be an NFL coach. That should be the new career. I would watch Brian Cox as a coach. Oh, you think I'm not going to download that clip and listen to that in the gym? Yeah. You think, that, you think that's not deadlift material? Something oh, has God. to take over CT Flesh I command you to grow. What are so we talking it, about? Yeah, it has to be that. Like be that, that. Th- th- that speech wasn't as good as the Al Pacino one inch speech pause, but 
it was getting there. It was, it was getting there. They, it was getting there. more room if it was a more impactful point in the season. Uh, but I think they knew what they had for later on in the episode. Um, yeah, facts. Logan's girlfriend. Logan Gal. Who is trying to be that? Uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> first, uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, and I, and, I, mm-hmm. and ladies, ladies, forgive me, but know your place, ho. Know your mm-hmm. position. You are mm-hmm. an amazing assistant. Logan calls you, yo, Glenn tripping out. She took care of the Glenn situation. Yo, just that the Just play your position. Why you now won't be? You you are the assistant for the most one of the richest people in the country, but just like gals. They, they want a little something more. Shut the fuck up and be an assistant. That's your position. That's why I can't stand these O-lineman-ass gals trying to run routes. Play O-line. Play O-line. Protect me in the pocket. That's all I ask. What? Why are you trying to run a route? Okay. All right. What Andrew is saying is... Explain it to them, please. But I just say, when he says O-line, he does not mean in terms of size or stature. He no. means you have one specific duty. Why yes. don't you be great at that duty instead of wanting to expand to do other things? Because, like, let's be honest. She's probably making high six figures, maybe high even six. seven. And yeah. then she gets a bonus bump every time, Logan. And she's fucking Logan. But in her mind, she's like, I need to, yeah, I'm fucking this old man. Let me get something out of this too. Like, let me get a career out of this and become like an ATN news anchor and be like, now I've got this. Now I got the juice. Because she, what she is seeing is like all the other women who Logan has fucked, he is divorced and then they've become billionaires or have shares in the company. The other one was a CEO and get like a parachute bailout. So this is this kind of like what Logan is do, and Logan don't want like you know, it ain't like Logan trying to go out or he ain't want no Instagram gals. He want a woman who could be by his side when he out there doing that thing. But in terms of what she's choosing to do, she's trying to go into like one of the toughest, most competitive professions, and it's also like people who do that be like, bitch, go take a class, take one class, <laughs> one class before you put a tape together, and then think that you're gonna get on air for it. And then to be so aggressive with Greg when she tell Greg, <laughs> I will rip your life to shreds I like shredded rip. cheese. It wasn't let even a let good me insult. see this fucking focus group. <laughs> like, it, like, like it wasn't even a good insult. I'll rip you apart like shredded cheese. What? That's that's your it. You you've been under Logan Roy this whole time. You hear this man cuss niggas out, literally freestyling just off off the dome. Destroying lives and destroying his family members, and your insult was, "I'm going to tear you apart like shredded cheese." You know, because that's what that—that's what she needed to say. Go on, fuck off. That's what she needed. If she does that; it, it wins. It wins the episode. And everyone's like, "Damn, she just like him for real." <laughs> um, so Greg did not finger anyone this episode, which was Thank God. sadly Thank God. sad. Uh, not to fruition. Like not to fruition. To fruition is like one of the best things ever, but. She also, I think, um, I want to know what they're going to, because the kids hate her so much and it's so obvious that you are only here because you fucking our dad. And every time uh, she speaks, they remind her of it. They don't let her forget. And she is, of course, that's why she's going to be bitter about this and be like, all right, then you're going to let me forget. Well, not only will I keep fucking your father, but I'm going to get something out of this too. As you should. So that's why. but But you're saying she should be okay with just the money Barry, and not Barry, to further Barry. her career yeah come on let's go my, my thing is we agreed she's probably making seven figures correct yeah yeah 
stack your coin. Go invest in something. Go start a business. Because I, I find it hard to believe you became his assistant to pursue your dreams of being a news anchor. I don't believe that. I think you saw an opportunity and was like, you know what? I think I'd be good at that. Hey, Logan, slurp, slurp, slurp. I can be a news anchor, please. Slurp, slurp. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, niggas. <laughs> There's a warm mouth around my cock. Yes. <laughs> he could be the best yes. news anchor. What are you talking about? Lord Ingram, who's that? You can imagine, like, Andrew just giving away radio station gigs. And he's like, yep, yep. No, you can do it. You can do it. You're great. You're great. You're great. I really personable. You know what? No, no, no. Bahamians like when you talk down to them. <laughs> and this is why I can't have power. This is why yeah. I can't have money or power. Yeah. All right. They're going to pause here. I'm going to send yeah. a new link. Yeah. yeah. I understand what you're saying about why you would never have power, right? But I've also thought that it was probably like young Logan Roy was running around the streets doing a whole lot. And then he got oh, yeah. so exhausted by it, by doing that, that he was just like, you know what? Now I can only play in this, like this atmosphere. Like I mean, you, you have to immediately be around me and within my business in order for me to fuck. Like he's not doing extracurricular fucking. He's not Robert Kraft out here. No. He's doing what Dave Chappelle said. Like, Dave Chappelle has a famous joke about Bill Clinton, where he's like, rich niggas fuck the closest women to them. If you're in the vicinity of them a lot, they're going to probably fuck you at some point. Monica Lewinsky is not the most beautiful girl. Homegirl, the assistant, ain't the finest guy in the world, but she right there. She right, right there. there. So, I mean, you know, yeah. in, in, the words, in the words of Adam, might as well. Might as well. It's, that's in the Bible, by the way. That's in the Bible. Who is might as well a good name for a drink? Sorry. Yo. I'm Yo. Logan Roy. See, this is what happens when you watch Succession. Business ideas. It's just come in. Let me write white, this down. Keep going. Because white people can look at it like, Myers well. Nice. Nice well? Nice. Meanwhile, niggas on behaviors will be like, yeah, might as well. Brilliant. But no, he he fucked he fuck someone who was closest to him, which makes sense. And I think he... I, I actually think he cares for her a little bit. Yeah, I, I feel I, like he does like her. Yeah, he don't love her. He don't love her. Let's not get it twisted. But I think no, no, he genuinely no, no. cares. No, I said for her. like, which is also important. People forget the like step. Right. By the way, that, I think I thought that was very good on Tom when Logan went to him was like, "How do you feel about homegirl?" And Tom kind of like, in in his very terrified of the one of the richest men in the world way, he was like, "Maybe give her some time to grow. Let her figure some things out." Like. <laughs> See, yeah, you know, that was funny. I thought Tom would be less scared this season just no. because he ready, like he backstab all the kids, he divorced and shiv. Um, Logan is helping him out with like the lawyers and all this shit. I thought he would be like much more, you know. I feel like in the first three seasons, he was dipping his toe in the mud. I think now he's fully in the mud. I yeah, like yeah, now yeah. he now he's really getting dirty. It, he, he doesn't care about the consequences of Shiv. He don't give a fuck about Kendall and Roman. I think he's just like, wait, but he, whatever he gives a fuck about happened, Logan. Yeah, oh, that's it. As long as I keep the old man happy, that's it. God forbid Logan die. <laughs> and then he, what Tom also did is he understood. Okay, like this gal is how the old man is crying. I'm fucking with that. As a man, you know, it's like, okay, like, don't, don't, don't fuck with it. Wait, wait, wait. Like, we have basic primal human needs. If you fuck with the bands, any one of them, that one, you could incur wrath. So, but Logan is also sending them signals to be like, 
you know this bitch can't go in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay. But I ain't gonna be the one to say it because I gotta be hands off. So you gotta be the one to say it. You, you, ever, it, watch, mm-hmm. you ever watch that episode of The Office with Robert California? And Robert California runs into the office and tells your boy, whatever happens, whatever you do, my wife is coming inside and she's gonna ask for a job. Tell her no. No matter what I say, tell her no. And then he comes in with his wife and she's like, and the boy's like, no, you can't have the job. And he's like, what do you mean she can't have a job? I'm the CEO of this company. He's like, wait, <laughs> wait. It's, it's the exact same energy where he's like, all right, hey, it ain't come from me. I ain't taking nothing. Figure it out. Greg, Greg, you want more responsibility. Tom read that perfectly. He's like, nah. Hey, Glenn, figure it out. And Glenn, that's how, that's how bosses get you. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, you want to expand, right? You want more responsibilities <laughs> to do the thing? Like, disgusting brother? Go ahead. You go nuclear. Go fire Sally. Go, go fire, fire Sally. Go fire yeah. for Sally with the eight kids living in a two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> <laughs> go fire her. You're like, God right, damn it. So now let's get to the good parts. Uh, Connor, Connor's wedding with this gal who legitimately does not love him. But as my boy Connor said, his superpower is he doesn't need love. Um I Marvel right there. I think she doesn't one boy. Nah, she was a call girl. She just kind of agreed to it. She liked being like around the rich circles and getting shit That's paid true. for. Okay. Um, but now I don't know if she's growing to love him or just realized like, ah, oh, fuck. Like why she could seem depressed or like drinking is like, fuck, I am actually selling myself. And at some days it feels good and it feels okay. And then other days it's not so good. And you just gotta balance that out. And that's what they're looking for. Play your position you are a running back that has a gaping wide hole into the end zone no safety no safety all you gotta do is run towards it why you run to the side and to, to like stop the clock why are we stopping the clock why are we stopping the clock Bruh, because... I, I don't see no emotion and I, when he walked in the room and she was home i was like good for you Good yeah. for you. That was a win. That was because we've was seen like, what happens to Tom. That was a win. That exactly. was exactly. There's, there's nothing better to be like, ah, okay, okay, right. that one. <laughs> Even I, though she could she could have get dicked down right before, but it was like at least she home now. <laughs> Yo, why do we circle back to like? Oh wait, wait. What if that's who Tom was hitting? No, that would the be timeline, fantastic. The timelines don't converge for for the episode one, to episode two. What if that's yeah. who Tom knocking? That would be that would just be amazing. Ship would lose her shit. <laughs> that would be amazing, beloved. Connor's like, yo, she was she had a breakdown during the speech, and then she went in the bathroom for forty minutes. What do you think her friends is telling her? Bitch, you do, do not fuck this up with us. For us, you marrying a billionaire? <laughs> Don't fuck this up, Terry. If now was to get engaged to a Holowesco, mm. I don't care what that guy could call him. Oh, nigger now. Where's nigger now? Uh, like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I feel like you've gone too far. <laughs> you heard what you just said? <laughs> Hear me out. Hold on, Hear hold me on. out. Why haven't you willingly done this to yourself if that's your stance? You think I haven't I tried? <laughs> Why haven't you? <laughs> that's possible. Because life can get out so like big niggas. Like, mm-hmm. Nah, see, that's you not trying. That's, that's you not trying and not putting your, your best foot forward. Yeah. So... Next succession podcast in a week. I want an update on what you have done <laughs> to get closer to this. Because I know Andrew's so full of shit. See, this is I blame Joe Budden for this. It's like that's a whole content of 
over everything. That's why I just said the words <laughs> nigga now. I was like, why is that unacceptable? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> why is nigga now? It's like the perfect start. I'm like, I tune up with a very thin book. Like, you can imagine, like, racist KKK people being like, damn, that's a good one. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah write that down. <laughs> write that down. Shit. Shit. Yo, you gotta get that amazing. on manga shirts. <laughs> why why every manga shirt have NN at the bottom of it? No. Be like, that's like this. That'll be the new yeah, side. Yeah, that's their okay thing. <laughs> That'll be amazing. But no, right, so, yeah. Go Barton, go. No, I was, I was just getting back to, to Connor being defeated, her walking away. And I was like, the only reason, because Connor, remember, is still running for president, holding on to his 1%. At this mm. time, and mm. then she is like, "I kind of wanted a nice wedding." So that all <laughs> greatness all around. That ain't that ain't a little bit ungrateful, though. What do you mean by her not wanting to have a circus and get married at the Statue of Liberty? You were a call girl a week ago. Yeah, but maybe she liked that life. See, this is this is what I surmise, mm. right? Sometimes hoes like being hoes. And you can't just say like, oh, because you don't think that's an ideal life, that that's not the life she wanted. Because she never pushed for marriage or none of this, you know, like he had to be the one and Fox. she had to think about it. So Fox. in her mind, she could have been like, I just kind of like being a hoe and fucking random rich men. Like that could be a thing. Other billionaires and be like, now I got to stick with one. And he kind of like controls me. And there's obviously going to be like this ironclad prenup that is going to be signed to get like, you know, Logan money straight. So come on, dog. I, Kyrie, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm looking, I'm, I'm trying to think of what she probably makes being a call girl. That's a comfortable life. You really be married to this psychopath who says things like blood on their heads and dirt on their hands. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm now, sure. Like, imagine if she were to start her OnlyFans just with her name recognition alone from being associated with the Royce. Black China was pulling in crazy numbers before she changed her name to a porn star name and then had a Christian conversion. So, I, and, you know. Yeah, it, it happens. But, like, even the, the girl, the, the the white, ugly uh, policewoman who got the train run on her by her police. Uh, she have uh, OnlyFans? No, OnlyFans reached oh. out to her and they were like, yo, what you want to do? And she was like, no, I'm good. I have my values. It's like, no, you don't. You don't have any You a hoe. <laughs> like, you imagine OnlyFans do it. Like, they're like, they scouting. Like, they, like, this is the next great quarterback. Like, nah, nah, nah. We see your game tape. We see what you're able to do. <laughs> like, nah, we got a sign-in bonus fully guaranteed. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Nah, like, let's do good. it. We're good. And she said no. Funny. She turned down the Yankees of porn. <laughs> the Yankees of porn is yeah. nasty. Yeah. That's incredibly insane. No, I, I, they have like porn parodies about her now. A, a bunch of porn uh, porn sites reached out to her. She fumbled that bag. Yeah, she really did. She fumbled that bag. So but I guess so she's I, suing the police department. Um, so I think that's where she thinks she's going to recoup. But in case that doesn't work, you know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. Not going to lie. Like, she should have been out there. Once they pull the text messages, it's a wrap. True. But uh, so let's get, let's get back to Connor and the wedding. So then the siblings arrive late because they, they had to drive, God forbid, instead of the helicopter. Yeah. So they arrive late and Shiv is immediately trying to uh, nuke the deal. She wants to hold out for more money because 
as Logan said, they quoted the biggest fucking number and won the deal, right? And now Shiv is on top of, now she wants to hurt Logan and hurt Tom by forcing the deal not to go through. But if they do that, and, and this is where my confusion comes and tell me how you did. If they do that, they're not able to buy Pierce. And then the Pierce deal is kind of done, right? 100%, yeah. Yeah. So why is Shiv so, I, I, I'm answering my own question, but like she's doing it because she's so upset. Say. And then, yeah. but then why is Kendall doing it? Because after Kendall gets a call from the Scars Guard, from the Northman, and it's like, hey, don't fuck this deal up. He immediately asks for comps to go in there and be on Team Shift to be like, no, I want to hurt them, as opposed to like just letting this deal go through. Let, 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 let me be clear. The reason why this podcast is hilarious is because Takari is the money man, and I know nothing of what they're talking about. But from what I take from this, I feel like the Northman threatened Kendall. I think he, in not so many terms, is like, you fuck this up, nigga. It could be me and you. I think Siobhan wants to prove to her father that she can run game, she can run the cut, that she that, that she can actually do it. I think she knows that if she can one up Logan, she, she'll win his respect in a kind of fucked up way. And I think Roman just got some past physical abuse trauma. He's he, Roman think, is a broken puppy. I think he's a. But broken I think puppy. Roman is the one who kind of like knows what he's doing or is reading the I'm situation. I'm behind Roman. Right? I'm behind Roman because the way because. Uh, Kendall and Shiv are reacting very emotionally because Shiv makes the call um, to Sandy right after she finds out that Tom has been meeting with all the best divorce lawyers in New York in mm -hmm. order to stop her from um, getting a, be a better lawyer, right? So she has all the conflicts. Right after that, she gets upset by it, realizes that Logan probably told Tom to do that because she, she know a boy. She know Tom would have just been like, let me just get this done as quick as possible, right? Be done with it. Yeah, and be done with it. But she's like, the only reason Tom would do this tactic of stopping all the best divorce lawyers is because Logan told him. So she's like, now nah, I need to hurt him and I need to hurt Tom. Let me get this done. Kendall Amore can uh, fuse by because at Why? the end, because he seemed to be done with it at the end of season three. And then in episode one, when it was like the hundred, he was all aboard on that. And then when it was like, okay, they're getting Pierce, but he has the worst fucking ideas. When he says that Pierce should be um, a, an hour about Africa, like global news, but make it local. Like he is just buzzwords saying a bunch of shit that don't make sense. And they he wanted to like, and that they actually got what they wanted and that Logan is in the room with them about to apologize or like doing his version of the worst apology. apology the worst apology. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel hurt. No, 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 no. Yeah, one of those bullshit. One of those apologies. That conversation did not go the way that I thought it would go. Because when when who said it? Was it Kendall or was it Siobhan who was like, I think we I think we deserve an apology. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. One of the kids said, I deserve an apology. And Logan just goes, sorry. <laughs> but then he like, breaks down not breaks down emotionally but he just breaks down like the business part of it what what made that scene genius and i i don't know if they could pull off if they could pull off a better scene than that i think dakari put it perfectly when he messaged me earlier today where he was like it it encapsulates the show period because the way the dialogue go and i write dakari writes like it, it's just very good writing so it's them discussing their trauma, their emotions for each other, how they feel about each other, while simultaneously discussing the business, 
whether it's a good deal, whether it's a bad deal, while simultaneously giving each other pats on the back in terms of what they have done and accomplished. They're actually kind of proud that they've been able to ignore him. They're proud of the fact yep. that, that they've come together. They're proud of the fact for what they've done. And he still manages, still manages to squeeze the win out in like the last seconds. But he's like, and, and I don't know if you want to say it, it, it it's just a great moment with him being like, I love you, but you're not serious people. And you know how fucked up that can make kids born who've lived through trauma with you all their life trying to impress you, who clearly love you, who clearly envy you, who clearly want to be you, who clearly want your respect. You just start off with, I love you, and then end with, you're not serious people. All right, let me tell you why I think that that was great. Like, the entire scene was great because um, in addition to encapsulating what the whole show was, it's like these characters have been waiting to say these lines to each other the entire yeah. run of the show. Mm -hmm. And they, like, maybe they would have said it in anger before where they were very passionate about it or, mm -hmm. like, having the pressure of a deal or a timeline right there and then. But in this one, everyone's, like talking at a except like Shiv you can see the emotion building and building in her but everyone's like speaking at a, a slower pace mm -hmm. and then it's Logan saying to them listen I love you I will go do all the hunting for this family I will do mm -hmm. all that stuff but you're not serious and he's also telling them you don't have to be serious like when he when he and he walks it back the um go make your own pile when he there's what he shouted at Kendall before but he's mm -hmm. like you are not built for this. Madsen is different. Madsen is like me. And I am facing a version of myself. And if you keep doing this, he will just walk away. The way Logan just walked away from the Paris deal when they went too high, he could have kept going. But he's like, you know what? <clears throat> Y'all got it. Y'all said the biggest number. And he's watching their actions and concluding that they have done all these things, but they never think it through fully. Like, Kendall, even when he nuked his dad, did not have a plan for after, no. for how he would execute it after. Um, they had this plan basically built around um, their mom being uh, one of the, the holder for the, for the trust. And then once that went away, they had no other plan. They have these like wild harebrained ideas. They don't want him to sell. They wanted him to sell. They think it's their birthright but they don't want the money. They're all over the place. And, and it's like, you <laughs> don't know what you want. And that is what Logan no. is saying to them. And you're not going about executing on what you want. I'll do you one better. And I, I, I'll, I'll say this and I'm going to ask a question. My thing with it is he knows at the end of the day, each one of their motivations, their motivations, all three of them, are powered in some way, shape, or form by him. My, yeah. question, my question is... Greatest gaslight of all time. Oh yeah, Fox. Shout out to teach classes. Yeah. Here's my question to you though. What do you think Logan's motivation is? I think he is also sorting that out. So like I think that in his He's mind, to in terms it out in of real business, time. yeah, in terms of business, he was like, This is the best time to sell. This is the most valuable this would be. We have to pivot away from other things and now I can rebuild the company. Because he's gonna be one of those people who never stop working, right? So I, and even his conversation with death and even at his birthday, it was like Logan was acknowledging, okay, I might be at the end where I'm supposed to take my trophy and have my parade, but I don't want that. So mm -hmm. now I want to be in the fight, but now I'm fighting with my kids and I feel that I haven't taught them or equipped them properly because 
they'll be eaten alive by everyone. Like, mm-hmm. and even when, and it goes to like Kendall's dumb idea about uh, what should be mm-hmm. on Pierce. And mm-hmm. then uh, Roman immediately is like, no, that's not what we should do. We should put certain shit in daytime and we should put certain shit for prime time. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get the network to go. And Logan knows that. And he knows he needs his sicko son to help him run ATN for Fox mm-hmm. News to take off for it to be that version of Fox News. No, but I, I get all of that. But what do you think his motivation is? What like what wakes him up in the morning? Is it money? Uh, it's is it's it is legacy. It... It's legacy. legacy Shouts thing? to Kevin Durant, but it's just all about legacy and legacy in terms of okay, do the kids give a fuck about me? This one, and then the second one is uh, like, will my name ring out in history? And how else do I do that? I, I could see that. I keep I building things bigger and bigger, and who can help me achieve that? Of the kids who I love, it's honestly only Roman. The other ones don't necessarily get to. Let's get in. Let's get into Roman. Pause. I don't know if Roman has just i think roman may have some weird fucked up version of stockholm's uh syndrome like and, and, and the actor who plays him by the way is brilliant his his like freestyle mm-hmm. jokes his little ad-libs are brilliant but i think the abuse he suffered at the hands of his dad which we never really get a clear picture of what that is and, and he clearly has an abuse kink that's his relationship with jerry like jerry mm-hmm. talks shit to him xyz start checking off you know, teacher's own. I had a, I had a uh, kingship. That's weird. Um, yeah. But, but, but that being said, I feel like, I, like I said, I feel like he's like a broken puppy that Logan knows. Logan did not go to that karaoke spot for the mother two. He went there for Roman. Roman, he knows, yeah. He, he knows he can control Roman. He knows Roman. He knows what he's done. And I would not be surprised if his efforts when Roman was a kid weren't calculated. I don't know if he didn't, like, have himself a little golem. Yeah, he seems to be free-thinking. Yeah, he seems to be this whatever-whatever kid. But the minute his dad comes up, notice, he was the only one who wished him happy birthday. Yeah. When his dad called, he called him. Like, Logan knows what he's doing. So I, I don't know if I can call that love. I don't know if that's love. Uh, it's servitude. Yeah, I okay, so I I could get with you on that one, but I still think that um that Roman has some agency in this because otherwise he would have just stayed with his dad the entire time. And I th- I think all season 3 and season 4 is like okay, dad, we're not on the same page. Are you sure you're going to sell? Maybe we should and I think the part of the appeal that Logan sees in Roman is that Roman is a fucking alt-right like one of those ones he could fuck with and i think like when that and so we could talk about what we're gonna what we expect to come up on the show and i know you told me you had your predictions for stuff but they're gonna get to the presidential election the guy who's like the gop front runner Mm. him and rogan had a moment they were like of like mind they're supposed to be a more conservative news network all of this like logan is seeing this is like the future is roman like for in terms of like this network growth and to like actually matter in this country and Mm. to have appeal it is Roman's the guy because he speaks the language, the same language mm-hmm. as Madsen, and now the same language as the guy who might be president. So if you see that, whereas the other two are just like, you know, out there. I don't know how this ends and Roman wins. I don't know how this ends if Roman becomes the head of the company. I don't see peace. I think because what role could Siobhan play? Head of what? Kendall, you could put him as head of whatever and he'll 
Buddhist his way. He's Buddhist his way through it. I don't know what role Siobhan plays, and if she's not happy, if that works, I I, I really don't know how this ends. I, I, Logan's gonna die. I yeah, I, I Lo, Logan's dying. I, Logan I dying. think this is gonna end with Tom and Roman and Greg leading this company. That would be the nastiest fucking ending, and I would be so happy. But I would be exactly. so happy. That's what we're going to. Kendall can't be in this. Kendall Ken, can't be Kendall, in it. Kendall can't run it. Siobhan can't run it. go work like at a nonprofit or go work for the Democratic Party. But she is not uh, built for like their kind of warfare. To I, this. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if Shiv and Tom run out, run out into the sunset. I wouldn't be surprised. I was thinking if... that. I was, I was thinking. I was like, you know what they might do? They might get Shiv pregnant. And yeah. And just say like, yeah. Yeah, Tom, Which you got it. it. Which would be the most misogynistic <laughs> ending yeah. of all time. Like, yeah, I mean, Tom, my, you're the CEO my, yeah, of the company now. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Andrew Tate. <laughs> right. That would be the most misogynistic ending. They, they can't do that to that girl. People would be so upset. It would be almost worse than this LSU-Iowa thing if that would have happened. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me. Don't, please don't take me down that rabbit hole. The, no, only no, no. Thing, the only thing that would make me happy is if Siobhan did get pregnant, goes off into the sunset organically, and Jerry becomes CEO. Yeah. yeah. That's, they, that's they, the only yeah. way to fix that. Yeah. Because... Because in the coming episodes is going to be like they're going to deal with the politicians and the dude who Shiv used to fuck is now, I think, like running the campaign maybe of the guy yeah. who's like the Democratic nominee. So now Tom is going to have to be in that atmosphere. He's yep. going to have to. Oh, Tom. No, but Tom. You, you got to go in disgusting brothers mode. You can't just be nice, Tom. You got to hold it together. You got to hold it together. Yeah. You got to bring the fuck. You got to bring a fine ass. Who's the worst person in the world? Who's that gal we grew to love? Who Bill Maher used to check? Blonde, ugly, yeah. Oh, Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter. You're going to bring like a gorgeous Ann Coulter to the table who's sharp, who quick with it, and could bark just right there with them. That's the way you do that. Damn. You, I would love to cast that. You know, they get, oh, you know who they got to cast? Um, Allison. Yes. Oh. <laughs> they got to put her in the show. They'll be like, H- yeah, she fucking Tom now. Keep staying you know in your family. Because the minute she walked in, if you if you're if if you're familiar, you're gonna be like, oh, this bitch. Mm, <laughs> that's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be everyone's response. That would yeah. be amazing. Either yeah, e- yeah. her, either her or homegirl Pew. Ooh, ooh. Florence Pew. If Tom pulled that off, I saw a post. Sorry, I saw a post with Florence Pew and um Andrew Garfield and Paul Mescal, and it, all it says is like Logline for this movie is like they're in a love triangle, and I immediately thought this movie better have like a thousand sex scenes. Yes, <laughs> they have Florence Pugh in a yes. love triangle. You can't just you can't just throw that out there. <laughs> if Dabs and Idris can get Chloe Bailey from the back, yeah, I need I need to see Florence Pugh arch. I gotta see an arch. You know what's mean? You know it's it's just you know you just know it's, it's just like disgusting because she's like one of them short ones. But then, like, mm. have the like little fieriness in her. <laughs> like, even the way she is walking was with the uh, Midsomar. You could tell. Yeah. I don't know why. I can't explain this, but you could tell. You could Florence- tell by like her quick pace walk. Mm-hmm. You know what's going on. Florence Pugh is what I'm saying. Who's fight back? Who like like who's fight back from, from the back? Like, you give it a back shot. She start like fighting back. She's not like, no, no, mm. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm oh, okay. This is what you're doing. Okay, you want to end this early? Wrap Demon, it time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Demon time. Demon time. So here's my thing. So here's my question yeah. to you. 
I, this is my little, I'm, I'm playing with it, pause. Would you watch a succession prelude? A young Logan Roy and how he got here. Yeah, of, of course. I I think that that's part of the reason they're ending this in four because we're like, they could end it in four, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have to leave the succession world. They could still be in the world, still have the same kind of rhythms and writing, yeah. putting a new cast, um, mm -hmm. some new people use the same music, just like House of the Dragon. Mm -hmm. Everything is a universe now. Shout out to yeah. Beetle. Everything's a universe. Just Fox put in talk. the succession universe, you know? That's good. Actually, look at him. Look at him. I said Blue Beetle. He had his brain malfunction. <laughs> he didn't even know it to say. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you know what? What verse? Succession verse? Succession verse. Succession verse, yes. Yes. They need to have a prelude called Successor. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Or like his relationship with his dad, yes. How he like became that, right? Or like, yeah, '80s young Logan Roy running around mm. doing the most, and then you see him fucking up his kids. But I feel like they can't put the kids too young. They have to have them as like teenagers. Yeah, start off with like Kendall being like 16, Siobhan is like 14, and Roman is yeah. like 10. Yeah, and, like, and you got to start with the abuse. So you got to like do a juxtaposition of like. Him screaming at them, and then him being an office screaming at the pit. I, I, I'd watch the shit out of that. I'd watch the shit out of that show because you know whoever they cast as like uh, as Roman, young Roman, is gonna be the star immediately. Oh, because he has to be quick with it and has to be an asshole. Like the things he would hear coming out of, he's like, this motherfucking twelve, mm -hmm. no yeah. way, like that. that. That's that's what they gotta do. That that kid would have to be the male version of Ellie from The Last of Us. True. Oh yeah, we didn't part about that. Okay, yeah, we made it to actually. Okay, but like, I, let, yeah, let's wrap this up here. We might do it a, a deep dive on Last of Us at some point. Um, are we going to do Succession Weekly? I'm not sure. We got to see what episode three is like, because I feel like episode three might be fire. Because I feel like this was less action-packed than the, than the first one, but it had like a more important scene. But now I think like we need to pick up the pace. Action needs to happen. Motherfuckers need to start dying. Well, I'm going to look up Brandon Dawson, so I got time. I got time. I, I got time. I am. I am. Thank you for listening. <laughs>